I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I'm Jess Rufus and today we're talking all things selling yourself. <laughs> um, and it comes naturally to some people, but for most people, myself included, it's super hard and I constantly worry about coming across arrogant. And we've all been at networking events or at a meeting and you know, being asked, so, you know, what do you do? <laughs> and it's usually one of the first conversational questions. So it's so important to have a clear answer that not only answers the question, but helps you stand out and make a connection you may potentially move your business forward with. So Americans are so much better at this than Australians. I think we still have such an issue with tall poppies, but I'd say that the tips I'm going to run through today, I've got five of them, are just enough to sell yourself without feeling like a dick. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get into my five tips for selling yourself. Tip number one is to work stats or impressive things into your one-liner. And I say this because when I went to San Francisco, I was over there with six other startup founders. We all sat in a circle and like on our very first day, we went around the room and we were asked to introduce ourselves and our business. And my introduction went something like this and it was very much like everyone else's in the room, which was, hi, I'm Jess from Collabasaurus. We have like a matchmaking platform for brands. Uh, we connect businesses for marketing partnerships or something like that. 
We went around the room, everyone introduced themselves much the same. And one of the first things we were all pulled up on uh, was that we massively needed to work on our one-liner pitch to peak interest and really sell ourselves in that initial first conversation. So the way that we were told to do this, which I actually thought was a really good tip, was that we would sit down and write down three to five of the most impressive stats or things that we have done in business so far. So have a look at your customers, at the amount of money you're saving on average, um, one of your most impressive case studies, some of your favorite clients, that kind of stuff um, can be really powerful and impressive. So I sat down and I pulled out uh, two of the biggest things for us is that we've attracted over 6,000 brands so far and brands such as Red Bull, Topshop, ASOS, etc. So very quickly, my my introductory one-liner changed from what I just told you into something like, hi, I'm Jess from Collabosaurus, which is a platform that connects over 6,000 brands like Red Bull, Topshop, and ASOS for clever marketing collaborations. So instantly, I'm establishing kind of credibility. I'm peaking interest. I'm communicating something that is attention grabbing straight off the bat rather than doing the same old, you know, Um, hello, and I'm from this business, which does this. So um, try and mix it up with working statistics or impressive things into your one-liner. And sometimes that's when you can throw out a really interesting fact, which actually leads me to my second tip, which is to peak curiosity because everything is so saturated. So as you would know, oh my gosh, we are bombarded with marketing messages left, right and center all day, every day. And I think everyone's attention spans are shorter than ever. So one of the best things you can do in sort of introducing yourself or having that initial conversation with someone is to peak curiosity. So don't give everything else away from the get-go, you basically want to get that first bit of attention so that you can retain that attention down the track. So this is a really great opportunity to work in what pain points your business solves or, you know, work in some kind of industry statistic that they might not have known. So if you have never listened to the podcast called The Pitch, that's a really good one to listen to, to really listen to a bunch of different people pitching in different ways and you start to get to know which ones work and which ones don't and always the ones that really work start out with something that piques curiosity and grabs attention so that then that person can hold and retain that attention down the track off the back of something that's really interesting that they start with. So that doesn't have to be some outlandish figure, although if you have something like that around your industry, that's fun to pull out. The other thing you could do is really speak to that target market that you want to speak to. So something like, you know, I help busy graphic designers by managing their invoices and social media schedule. So that piques interest because if you're speaking to your ideal customer, instantly they can relate and, you know, pull out from that one, that sort of second liner, I suppose, as to what's relevant. Relevant for them. Tip number three is have others do the selling for you. So this is one of the best things you can do. When was the last time you asked your existing customer base for things like reviews and ratings? 
case studies and testimonials or referrals. They're some of the most powerful marketing out there. And sometimes it's as simple as just asking whether they'd be okay to leave a Facebook review, for example, and giving them instructions as to how to do that. I've also seen this done really well where, you know, let's say a beauty therapist with her existing clients is basically saying, if you refer a friend to me, the friend gets 50% off their uh, first facial and you get 50% off your next facial. So it's kind of win-win for everyone involved. Basically giving people an opportunity to share it out is really great. And also just prompting that over time, not in an aggressive way, but in a way that just puts your business top of mind for them and gives them the opportunity to leave a review or um, give a testimonial or case study because they can seriously help sell your business down the track as well without you having to really do anything. That speaks volumes. The other thing you can do from this standpoint, which is having others do the selling for you, this also relates with publicity and things as well. So appearing in the right media outlets can really establish your credibility and also does the kind of work of that publication, spreading the word about your business for you as well well. So that can be super valuable. And tip number four is visual cues. Use visual cues to be memorable. So there's no secret that if you've ever seen an investment pitch, there are so many, you know, there's always a slide that has that big graph of, you know, up and to the right or whatever it is, you know, with the massive growth chart. And there's a reason they use that. And it's really to trigger visually that whole success sort of metric, I suppose. And that's because we process visuals 60,000 times faster than text, which is massive. So you're actually making more of an impression visually almost more than anything than you might realize. So simple things like dressing on brand can really, really help you sell yourself, even when you may not realize it. So using visual cues and also using things like, you know, I saw a friend's resume the other day. She'd worked for some really impressive brands, but she didn't have the logos on there. And I was like, put the brand's logo on there because instantly that's a visual cue that's recognizable that will establish credibility and help sell yourself as well and really help you be memorable to that potential employer. Tip number five is to do an online audit. So Google yourself (laughs) and also check out Google Analytics and see what your most visited pages are. So are you working um, those above four points, the working stats and impressive things into your one-liner, peaking curiosity, having others do the selling for you and using visual cues? Are you working all of these points into your most popular pages on your website to continue helping yourself kind of sell without you having to be there, if that makes sense. Um, do you have credible features in relevant media or blogs? And do you have reviews, for example? What are other people seeing when they search for you online? And have a think about, you know, when was the last time you updated your about page on your website, your LinkedIn or your Instagram bio to really reflect everything we just talked about, you know, put that impressive stuff in that one liner. Um, and also in your summary on LinkedIn, on your about page, really champion your wins. So this is all about what are people seeing when they search for you online and how are you setting all that stuff up so that you can establish that credibility to help sell yourself when people are searching for you. 
And before I run through all of these tips again, super quick episode as usual, <laughs> um, I thought I'd mention some of the amazing collaboration opportunities that we have live on Collabosaurus right now. So there's uh, brands like Channel 10, Sofitel, Hey Tiger, Gritty Pretty, Olay and ASOS. And you can pitch to them for free in about five minutes, which is absolutely amazing. And a collaboration with one of these brands could totally change your business and help you reach a whole host of new people not to mention connect with an awesome new networking contact. So if you were interested in collaborating with any of these brands or plenty more, it's free to do. Just head to collabosaurus.com and scroll down to the trending opportunities section. Okay, so those tips again for selling yourself a lot easier. Tip one is to work stats or impressive things, impressive achievements into your one-liner. Tip two is to pique curiosity so that you can first get someone's attention before you're able to retain it. Tip number three is have others do the selling for you. So everything from reviews to testimonials to publicity. Tip number four is use visual cues to be memorable um, because we process visuals so much faster than text. And tip number five is do an online audit of yourself and your business. So what are other people seeing when they search for you online and how can you establish a more selling, I suppose, standpoint um, and credible standpoint from that online search through things like um, your Instagram bio, your LinkedIn page, your about section on your website, all of that kind of stuff. I hope that was helpful for you guys. They're my five tips for selling yourself. (laughs) Um, Let me know if you like this episode by shooting us a DM on Instagram. As always, a massive thank you for sharing this podcast around. I so appreciate it. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've just ticked over about 60,000 listens now, which is mind-blowing to me. So a massive, massive thank you for that. Uh, And yeah, we'll see you again next time. Thanks so much. 